Right now, well, we spoke to Gary Moorcroft, of course, uh, last hour, and it was fantastic. Um, and he should be full forward of the Sylvan Team of the Century. And to make this clearer, we've got former president and current committeeman Chris McClellan on the line. G'day, Chris. Uh, g'day, guys. How are you going? We're great, right. mate. How's the selection been for this uh, to try and fit Moorcroft in your Team of the Century? Yeah, I don't think he's uh, going to have too much, uh, too much trouble getting to that, uh, to that point there. There's no one else who kicked as many goals as he did, and especially uh, well, he played 83 games for the Sylvan. He kicked 417 goals, so um, oh, he's done pretty well. And, yeah, that, and that year in 08, when he kicked uh, 164, I, I think he had the 100 by round 11 against against uh, Hillsville, I reckon it was. So that was a pretty crazy year, yeah. Well, Chris, what was here? I remember, I remember that year because I remember I was a footy nut, and I'd look through the the Herald Sun on a on a Sunday and check the goal kickers across all leagues and just Moorcroft name just stood out week after week after week after week with these big bags. Oh yeah, oh he just kicked bags. I mean, and the year before, like, uh, and probably people don't really know about it, but Ben Haynes also kicked. 107. So I think Ben ended up, so he kicked around, Gary kicked 119, and Ben kicked around 115 for the year. Um, and then the next year, Ben became coach and uh, pulled himself out of playing a full forward and sort of up to Gary and sort of took over his goals, I suppose. So yeah, he had a pretty good couple of seasons there. And Chris, Absolutely. Chris, over to yourself. You've obviously been part of Sylvan for a long time. Tell us a bit about yourself and your uh, history with the club. Yeah, well, I came up there in 1989, so it's actually, yeah, it's, it's a long time ago. Um, well, you make the team of the century. <laughs> um, well, no, I won't, because what we've done, there was a team of the century made about 20 years ago when it was a turn of the century sort of um, a celebration, and there was a book came out. So when they did that, the guys doing that had a team of the century. So what we're going to do is a, a team of the, um, you know, like the, the new millennium, so the 21st century. Yeah. Um, and there's been so many good players in that in that era in the last 20 years. I think it's probably um, to get, the, you know, really to give them all the credit they deserve to get them all in, you probably need to have a, a separate team. So, no, I didn't play very often after that in 2000. So <laughs> I played a little bit, but not that much. How, how many but, games um, did you play at Sylvan and, and what position? Oh, over 300, but yeah. most of them were like, um, you know, early in the 90s through that sort of period there, I suppose. So a little bit in the 2000s, but um, but then mainly just dropped off and just playing in the twos and just sort of running around, not really doing much at all. So, Chris, uh, Alex here, have you been involved with basically the majority of those premierships then since you joined the club? Because I can see that you said you joined in 1989 and there have been six flags for the seniors since then. So have you sort of been around for nearly all of those? Yeah, yeah. So I played. I played in '92 and in '02, and was still playing during '04. Um, but by the time we got to sort of '07 and '08, um, yeah, I was just playing the reserves. And then in 2014, when the seniors were the last one in the AFL, um, I was president at that stage. So yes, yeah, so I've been there for for all of those, which has been. Yeah, pretty good, but there's been a lot of bad times, or not bad times, I suppose, but low points in between all that, you know, where you're having some seasons, you know, even like now, the moment we're three, I think we're sitting three and four, so, you know, we're not travelling as well as we'd like, hopefully we can turn that around soon, but, um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, you can't win premierships every year, but um, to one, that many in, in that sort of period of, what, 25 years, or something years, or 30 years, is... Um, is, uh, yeah, it's pretty special and pretty, yeah, it's actually, actually, um, um, it's a privilege, I suppose, to be involved in it. And what, what is it that's kept the club afloat and successful, especially during the downtimes? I know you have sponsorships and, and the, the oh, local people yeah. like yourself, so you've got to be involved, but what do you put it down to? 
it's always just a group. I mean, I suppose it's a group of passionate people that just don't want to, you know, like, yeah, and you can never be up for too long unless you're like someone like Dan want who's, uh, you know, unbelievable. You can never be up for, for, for super long periods of time. There's always going to be downtime as our list turns over. You know, sometimes you lose a group of players for whatever reason or we get a lot of um, retirements and things like that, then you're going to, you know, knee injuries. So it just goes up and down. And it's just a, it's probably the group of passionate people behind, you know, the scenes that, and, and, you know, sponsors and committee people and, uh, you know, life members and all that sort of stuff that um, just keep the place running and probably the same with every sort of club, especially up around the Yarra Valley. Yeah. Um, a lot of it's, um, you know, just a group of people who have been around for, for day dot and then as, as what happens, you know, people get it, come into the club and then, uh, you know, it, it grows and then sometimes that can, you know, drop off as well. Life members get old and they can't make it up there as much as they would like to. But um, I suppose you're just a passionate people of the, of the club and when you sort of go through all the history that we've been doing over the last couple of years preparing for the 100 year celebrations um, uh, it, yeah, it's, it's quite amazing how, how far that club sort of come and how it survived and how it started and how it's you know, still here after 100 years is um, yeah, it's um, it's quite um, it's quite humbling, I suppose. Great achievement for a club. Now, if we go back to the Moorcroft era and a few other Essendon and boys coming in, uh, was there one person in particular that had deep pockets back then? <laughs> uh, well, obviously we had some we had some really good. Well, Alan Weber actually sadly passed away um, just before Christmas this year uh, unexpectedly. He was um, and and Alan and Karen Weber were were big. Um, um, sponsors of the club for quite a long time but there's been a lot of smaller sponsors uh, that have always just stuck through the club no matter what's happened and and another one is, is um, who's still our major sponsor now is Tara Press Peter Stock, Peter Rebecca Stockley uh, I mean they've been there you know since the early 80s and um, they've been a really good constant for the football club and um, and well Peter's actually designed the 100 year logo that we're, that we're using for our jumpers and using for uh, um, a huge poster we're getting made up. It's on all our stubby holders, all our new hoodies, and all that sort of stuff. So, That's right. um, he he runs he owns Power Press, which is a printing company. So, um, they're quite clever when it comes to creating logos and things like that. So. Um, yeah, so that's actually, you know, obviously our, our sponsorship's been, been fantastic. It helped us along the way and kept us, you know, in the, in the black a lot more times than we've been in the red, which is, um, which is you know, which is lucky to be, I suppose, especially in this day and age. Did you expect it from um, Moorcroft and his mates to come and do what he did? Like, was that, I mean, obviously part of the plan to win premierships, but did you expect the, the interest and the amount of goals he kicked um, as part of it? Well, uh, obviously he did. I mean, Gary, he came straight from, oh, I think he played a year at Bendigo. So he was at Melbourne and then he got to listed, I reckon, and then he played a year at Bendigo. And I think he would have been only 29 when he came to Sewan. 28, 29, something like that. So he was sort of still in his prime. But um, as he said to me a couple of times when we spoke about it, I know he mentioned on the radio, but uh, that mark he took, you know, the mark of the, you know, probably the mark of the century, um, done some damage to his hip, which he never really was able to, to shake at an AFL level, I suppose. Um, it didn't really make much difference at, at Silver. And we played in a lot of mud at Silver, so he's not even playing in you know, Eddie Head Stadium, you know, uh, concrete concrete grass to playing in the mud up at Sylvan, so a little bit softer. But he uh, was actually really in, in his prime or coming into his prime. But just looking through his years here, I just had a few things written down. So he started in 05 and he kicked 44 goals that first year and then 68 the next year. Um, I think 05 were runners up to Mombolk in the grand final. 06, I think we, we got we maybe won the first final, got knocked out early. Um, then 07, that's when we won the flag and kicked 119 and 08, 164. So he came out really good. But he wasn't playing as a full forward 
as well, early on as well. He was playing up and down in midfield, coming forward and things like that. So just, I suppose, how the team evolved and, and um, you know, he found his spot at full forward. Chris, as well, in terms of the local players that you sort of played with and have seen go through your time there, there's a long list of 300 gamers uh, on, on your website. Who were sort of the best that you've seen come through the club as local players? Yeah, well, it's, I mean, there's obviously there's Adrian Monica there, who's the games record holder with the 363, I think it is. And um, uh, but then there's like Steve Andrews, who's the longest serving captain of the footy club, played in four premierships up there. He, he won four best and fairest as well. So I mean, he's up there, right up there with um, yeah, with the Gary Moorcroft in, in terms of um, well, he's won more premierships than Gary, and he's won and he's won an equal amount of best and fairest. Um, but there's yeah the list goes on. There's, I mean, there's Chris Goodlett who co- coached, played, was captain of the 07, 08 sides and coached um, about four years into the uh, in the AFL. So, um, but there's yeah there's a, there's an extraordinary amount of 300 game players uh, at Sylvan, which is um, it's yeah it is in some areas where you don't really you don't really look at it being up there. But when you actually sort of compare it to a lot of other clubs, it's actually. Uh, it's probably 12 or something like that. It's just, um, yeah, it's quite amazing that the guys that stick around there and play that many games. So um, it's probably credit to the footy club that people do do that, but um, it's, it's something that's a little bit unusual, I suppose. Are they still part of the, a lot of them still part of the club now, like yourself? Oh, yeah, a lot of them are. A lot of them are. There's some, I mean, there's, and the other thing, we've got, um, because we've been going through all this sort of stuff to, like with our jumpers, we're putting all our life members' names on the back. So where you'd have, um, you know, the big sponsorship nowadays, we, we're taking that off. That's been taken off for these special one-off jumpers and um, they've got all our life members there. And 71 life members at the footy club as well, which is, and the criteria is pretty tough. Like it's, hey. um, well, it was it was 10 years service or 200 games, but it's been changed, which got changed maybe 20 years ago to 15 years service or 250 games, I think it is, which is really, really high. But to hey. have 71 life members still with that sort of criteria is, um, yeah, as I said, it's amazing as well when you just look at the, the way it works and how, the, how it's, um, yeah, what the criteria is and, yeah, so it's um, have, yeah, it's, it's 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 amazing. Have you heard of any other other like especially local clubs similar to that? Because they're big numbers, and that's it's pretty special. No, to, well, you to have, yeah, so you don't really. I mean, you don't really look at a lot of that. It's hard to find a lot of that. A lot of that stuff. Um, see, Brett Kerfoot, who's done a, a huge amount of job uh, work with Sylvan and, and going back to all the history, not only us but the Yarra Valley. He wrote our our um, our book in two thousand and two. Um, and put it all together with a history of the footy club. Um, but, uh, you know, so he, he's the one who's found... I mean, a lot of this stuff you do, you sort of do know, but a lot of these past plays and past um, things that have been done, he's found all this sort of stuff, and, and with the uh, Valley, but you don't really look into... Unless you actually got it there now, it's all in a book, so he can read it. It's hard to find it when you're just trying to look into other other clubs and things like that to see what their, their stats are. But they are, yeah, they're big numbers, both of the 300 game plays and, and the life member... Sort of, um, yeah, and there's a lot. I mean, a lot of females that life members list as well. And way back to Eva Parker, who she passed away recently at 101 years old. So, um, you know, she was a life member well, way back in the in, in the 30s. I think it was yeah. like, yeah, it's it's amazing, it's really. Great yeah. to have that history. Oh, great, great, yeah, no, great yeah, success for footy club. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks to Brett. Um, yeah, he's found so many, so much things from the from the past that are really, really hard to find. Like the last sort of 30 years, as well as you get everything's on. Computer, but um, 
back in those days, it's all it's all the newspapers and, and things like that. And I think the league was burnt down at one stage, and they lost heaps of stuff. This is like maybe I don't know the eighties or something like that. League headquarters um, burnt down, and they lost you know heaps and heaps of history and scores and things like that. So he's done really well finding as much as he actually did, which is yeah, amazing. That's great. Yeah, no, no, so, Chris, you had a big more board meeting last night to discuss the, the celebration um, night. It was meant to be this Saturday night, uh, but they got changed. Uh, do we have the definitive date? Well, see, so what we've done, I mean, but the plan was to have, I mean, we had quite a few bit of time to, to organise it, but once this, I mean, it's been five weeks since that lockdown sort of started, um, uh, because the whole thing, we're having two things. So we're having a ball and then we're having a, a, a game. So the game was supposed to be against Colstrand this week. Uh, which were you know, a good local rival. They're going pretty well as well, so they have a great crowd. There's quite a few people have played at both clubs that are still involved at both clubs, so we thought that would be the perfect team to play it against. But, um, uh, and then we're going to have the ball a little bit later. So we've got one-off jumpers, which we've actually got the jumpers already made. We have all those. And each jumper, the numbers on the jumpers, like... Um, they, they they point towards something significant at the footy club. So the premierships. So we want to. So the reserves want a premiership in 1986. One of the jumpers will have 86 on it, um, and and things like that. So obviously 08 and 07, they'll all be there. Um, stuff like that um, was our was the, was the plan. Have the game with a big marquee and as many life members and and past people, past you know medical staff, footballers, you know, families, mums, dads, everything like that, as many people we get. Um, and then three or four weeks later, we're having the ball. But um, we decided last night, because of all the uncertainty, we're, we're best off um, just postponing everything yeah. until uh, next year. So the game now will be round one next year. So whatever, whoever we play and how that's going to work out, we don't really know. But we just thought that's the the best way to go with the uncertainty of, of how it is now because well, we're going to have another outbreak in a few weeks time be locked down again and then our season's going to be pretty much cooked so you hope that doesn't happen but it's very hard to plan and spend money um, when you could lose it all so so that's sort of where we're at which is a bit of a, it's a, bit, a, bit of a shame and you know, this is our 100th year right now but um, I think that's we've sort of uh, yeah we've it's just we're sort of I don't know, we're pushing it to try and get it done so the ball already we can't do the ball so um, yeah, it's a bit of a shame, but, but I think Vermont, their 100 years was last year, so they missed out altogether, so I think they've had their stuff this year, but um, yeah, it's just, it's just where we find ourselves at the moment, what can we do? Yeah, no, that's very true. Hey, Chris, we'll leave it there, mate, um, it's been a fantastic uh, to catch up and know the history about uh, the Sylvan Footy Club, because yeah, you're just, you're chock full of it, which is fantastic. Um, and um, good luck. What, what, just before we leave, what are your thoughts on this year's group? Um, obviously, you were mentioning they're just outside the four at the minute, but uh, obviously play, aiming to play finals and win the flag. Well, yeah, well, we're, we're middle of the road. We're sitting there. I think it's uh, you know us and Churnside are there and um, you know, trying to get that four spot. And then you have and, and Kilsyth not far away either. And then you've got um, you know Colstrow undefeated on top. So I can't really see many people in the many clubs like really. Um, uh, upsetting them, but I think we can play. We can play finals. I think we have got a pretty good group. There's a lot of young guys and a lot of, and you know, it's a bit of a mix there. And it's just sort of, and the injuries have really hurt us. And I reckon a little bit of this, you know, this stop start has hasn't helped their group as well. So it's to develop together. But um, but yeah, we've got a good. Um, it's a good list. We've got good numbers, which is really, which is really, really pleasing. And both reserves and seniors. So um, yeah, fingers crossed we can just get a little bit more luck with injuries and yes. uh, get some, yeah, just some games, some wins under our belt. Then we can 
Oh, good, having said that, we are playing culture in this Saturday, <laughs> so it doesn't get any easier at the moment. No, and you're also playing against Darcy Fritch. Now, we're on Fritch Watch on this program. Uh, we love him. We've had him on. Um, as a Melbourne supporter, I'm a big fan of his brother. But yeah, yeah. Um, Darcy is uh, unstoppable at the minute. Did we have a board meeting last night? Was one of the <laughs> options how to stop him? Well, it's, when we played them last time, actually, I think he kicked three goals. It was a week before he kicked the 20 against Kilsite. So we've come and had the game and playing at Colchester and said, oh, no, how are we going to stop him? But um, we had um, Trent Giorgio plays for us, and he did a really, really, really good job on him. And I, I think he, he, well, he kicked three maybe in the first half, and then um, Trent sort of shut him out of the game, which is which is, which is is not an easy thing to do. Uh, it had, obviously, had a bit of help from the rest of the guys out down back. But on our ground, which is quite small, um, yeah, He's going to be tougher to stop, but yeah. um, we'll see how we go. Uh, good luck. Good luck with the celebrations. It's uh, yeah, really refreshing to hear how the club's getting involved in that. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> thanks a lot, Chris, for tonight. Yeah, no worries. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Not a problem. Cheers, Chris. Chris McLagan there from the Sylvan Footy Club, former president and committee man.